Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: The Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. The the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing the Eclipse Thai BL series, episodes one through. And I've made it that far, peeps. I have watched the last episode too, so I'm just missing like one episode in the middle. But for Christmas Day, I decided to take off. I don't take off a lot of days right now because I'm working quite a bit. But Christmas, I was like, I am taking off Christmas, and I am going to watch the holiday movie I want to watch, which for me was The Eclipse, because I'm like, I have been wanting to watch this for. Months and I have not had the time, and I'm done with all my assignments. I got ninety four point seven seven percent on my final exams, overall grade for everything. I was like, yes, and I got my grant for the next semester. I'm like, it is a awesome Christmas to me. So I am celebrating by watching the eclipse. So I watched the eclipse. I also ordered it special from GMM TV Thailand. I have a mailbox in Thailand through uh, Anytime Mailbox, so I can get it shipped to where I live now without having to pay double the cost by ordering it through eTiCV. I'm still going to be curious to see how much I actually save on that deal. So anyway, but I ordered it with an eye necklace. They are sold out of both, I believe. Now you can't even buy the either one unless. Etsy has one for sale, and there's a seller on Etsy that has a stainless steel pendant that is not cut out, but it's still eyes necklace. So anyway, what do I think of this series? Number one, I think Cow and First did an awesome job on this series. I mean, I'm going to be really curious to see how their careers progress because they are amazing actors. I mean, I first saw First not to do a play on words here. When I was watching Not Me, and I still haven't finished that series because I got kind of fed up with uh, Sean's character in it, to be honest, and how violent he could be. I'm like, you don't choke someone. I mean, yes, okay. I mean, I had some issues with that series, but the one thing that I really did love from that series that I mean, I still go back to and go, man, that scene was incredible, is when Yock and Dan are 
when Yawk is drawing down, which seems kind of weird because I'm like, it's a still life, but it's kind of, I've never been into human body art. It's just not my thing. But anyway, I love that scene when Dan is crying and Yawk comes over and gives him a shoulder. I mean, of all the scenes I've seen in cinematographic history, that is probably one of my top five scenes because it's just so very thoughtful in ways that most people would never think of being thoughtful. So when I saw that that series for the first time, I still haven't finished it, but when I saw like the first few episodes, I, I hit that scene, I was like, regardless of anything else in the series, I love this scene. I don't know who this actor is, but they did a great job on this scene. And I found that then it was first, but I really haven't, like, I know first was in The Shipper, and I actually just Googled, and I was like, what else has he been in? Because I really, I don't mean it bad, I haven't seen him in a lot of shows. But I think it's really interesting, because he's able to play very different characters and pull it off extremely well. And also in real life, he seems like a very, very sweet person that is very thoughtful toward others when he's doing things like I was watching this one scene and he and Cal were together watching something he just flopped on the couch and he's sitting there watching something with his emoji pillow which he's smelling because I'm going you know I don't care where but I totally get that because sometimes it's nice to smell things and go I wonder what that smells like I mean no offense except for some of us who have very limited olfactory senses it's harder than others but it's like sometimes it's like oh that smells nice sniff okay and sometimes people look at me right now going I'm just smelling whatever it's okay it takes me a long time because I have to stick it up here because I can't smell it down here but anyway but I really liked first in the series and cow it was kind of cool to see him play I don't use this word very much but a very likable badass I mean really he was and I'm going he, he was really cool so far. Now, I will say I found some major weird things with the plot line. The story is about a boys school that is having trouble because of some people who are protesting at the school. Now, I find this kind of strange as someone who grew up in the U.S. because the protest consists of three people. Okay, you heard me right. Three people are in this protest. I'm going, to me, we really wouldn't deem this protest worthy because there's only three people and there's like how many hundred kids in the school. And the thing they're protesting about is the fact that they are ladyboys and want to wear more feminine clothes at the school, which is requiring them to wear the uniform that's the school uniform. Now, I don't mean it weird, but logically speaking, I really don't understand this whole protest. And they're called like the world remembers. And I'm going, well, what is the world remembering? Because what happened before that they forgot? I mean, no offense, we really don't have a lot of backstory on this that makes it understandable. Maybe if I could understand time more easily, I would get the depth of this protest. But from what I'm seeing, it's like, 
They're upset that they cannot wear more feminine clothes, but they're at a boys prep school, which has a uniform and it really has nothing to do with them being lady boys or not. You're at the boys prep school. So ergo, you need to wear the uniform because it's a very prestigious private prep school. I mean, it's not really something to sit there and be upset about. I mean, if they don't like it, I don't see why they don't just go to another school that would give them more freedom of expression in their clothing choices. But I don't see this really being a personal rights issue that's an affront to them as people so much as they're just questioning authority and the fact that they don't think anyone should have to wear the uniforms. So anyway, I'm like, the protest thing throughout the series, I just found kind of strange. But again, maybe it would make more sense if I was in Thailand. I do know there have been some riots recently that were small, and that's a big deal over there because... The people typically don't riot, they don't protest in Thailand too often. So if they do, it's usually a big issue, way bigger than school uniforms. So anyway, we have the three protesters and Ak is the head prefect. Ak's character is feeling like he is the one who has to keep everything perfect in school. And so he's been doing some things that are far from okay, like letting a car almost hit the three people, which I think that was totally wrong. Okay, I will be the first to admit that was totally over the top wrong. But I still don't understand the whole protesting thing in the first place. So Ak has basically been trying to say that of the school again. So that's kind of Ak's character. Now, I will say, even though Ak is doing this, I think Ak has some very difficult things in his life. He is all by himself at school. His folks live elsewhere. He has amazing parents, but they are far away from him. And even though he's 18 years old in the show, it would still be hard to be trying to be at the top prep school in Thailand, be the head prefect, have this all feeling like it's your job to keep everything together when it's not. It's kind of like for analogies, like when you're in a family where things are crazy with your parents and you're always trying to keep everything okay. And then you realize at some point sometimes that it's not your job to keep everything okay for your parents when you're a kid because you're the kid and they're the parents. And at some point it has to be their own journey. But I feel that kind of is the vibe I'm getting with Ak is he feels like he's got to keep everything together for the school or else it will fall apart and it's on his watch. And oh goodness. Well, enter I. And I have to say, I was reading what comment a while back, like three months ago, and they said, everyone should have an I in their life. And I was like, that person was so right, because everyone really should have an I in, your li in their life. I comes into the school the first day, he's wearing a black hoodie. He's bothering Ak and telling him that if he tries to take his hoodie or bother him, he's going to kiss him which makes Ak a panic. And he's just really kind of a little bit combative with Ak, which Ak doesn't know what to do with because everyone does what he says because he's the prefect and oh my goodness. And then he finds Ak in the bathroom that is supposed to be for the teachers. And he is very upset and he says, or he finds I in the bathroom for the teachers and he's like, 
you you shouldn't be in here and and I was like you know what are you going to do about it I'm just in the bathroom I don't know why we always have product placement for Calvin Klein underwear in these shows I'm like what is it with BL drama and Calvin Klein underwear I really don't understand that or why having Calvin Klein on your underwear makes it oh so much more attractive but I am demisexual so maybe that's why I just don't understand the attraction of people based on products that they're wearing I mean honestly it's like I don't understand this the product placements anyway but so Ak and I kind of have this combative situation at the end of the day through a series of events Ak gets stopped by I from burning up the three protesters protesting material that's in a room. Also, the protesters are using a school copier to print off pamphlets for their protest, which again just seems totally weird to me that you would be using school property to print off posters for anti-school activities. I don't know that this is the only part of the series that doesn't make sense. I mean, the whole basis of the series is on this terrible protest that they're all, you know, needing to support. And I'm like, it's three people that don't want to wear the school uniform. They could go to another school because that's not something that probably is going to change in an all boys top school in Thailand. I mean, I just don't see that altering. It wouldn't in the U.S. And we tend to be much more... Um, open to things like not wearing uniforms in Thailand would be, I would think. But anyway, I stop Zach from burning things up and he takes him to the beach and kind of has him decompress for a bit because Ak is like, I've got to keep the school together if that means burning these things. And I, is, and I is like, if I wanted to expose you for what you've done before, I would have when you did that with a truck, but I didn't. And you do not have to be strong for everybody. And I do think in this scene at the beach with Ak and I, it's very interesting because there's a moment where Ak said, where I is like, Ak, the moment that you start thinking about others and what they think is the moment that you start to lose pieces of yourselves. And I never really thought about it like that before, but I'm like, you know, I was raised to think that you always need to think about others, which I think is very important. But the thing I think I'm realizing as I get older and as I process things better than I did in my teen years and early 20s is I realized that if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to take care of others. Well, because like I looks after himself, yes. But he is also one of the best characters in the whole series for looking out for others. He's always looking out for Ak, even looking out for his mom. He's even looking out for his uncle who passed away. So he's very, very thoughtful person. But he's also taking time to sit there and go, I know what I want. For I, what he wants is Ak. It's like, I don't know why, because I'm like, you know, there are many good qualities to Ak, though. I think that's what, what I think is interesting about the series overall is the fact that Ak 
admired Chaddock, the teacher, and I's uncle was Dika. Well, you find out by the end of the series that Chaddock and Dika were actually going to get married, have a house, have a life together. Then things went wrong. Dika committed suicide. Chaddock was left there at the school. It did not go well. But the thing that I think is interesting is Chaddock was very important in Axe's life, and Dika was very important in I's life. And I find it very interesting that those two boys gravitated toward each other for a relationship because I think in a way, it wasn't like a replay of history, but it was interesting because I think in many ways, Chaddock, when he was young, would have been a lot like Ak, if not as likable, because Ak has a much better sense of knowing when he screws up and does something terrible than I think Chaddock does. But still, they both are grounded in, we must do this to keep everything okay, even if it's not the best thing to do at the time. Whereas I and Dika are way more understanding of others and trying to find a peaceful resolution that doesn't involve, you know, illegal activities like putting a truck in drive or not in drive, out of park or dropping flower pots on people's heads. I mean, there are better ways to make a point. But anyway, so I think it's interesting though because in a way, Ak and I are kind of the better version of what Chaddock and Dika couldn't have. And I think it's in part because both had Chaddock and Dika in their lives. But at the end of the day, I think I is just like, this is my person. I am going to pursue this person. I know they like me. I know they have a heck of a time admitting it, but that does not change my opinion on this person. But he's like, he's going to be with Ak if possible. Also, I really like how I is very good at being there for people, but also giving them space. Because like there's this moment when I goes to, um, he goes to Ak's house. Now this is after Ak and I had spent the evening at Ak's apartment one night and I had had a nightmare. They weren't doing anything. They just were conking. I think, I think Ak was having some trouble with just conking because he wanted I to sleep on the floor. And I was like, why can't I sleep on your bed? Are you having dirty thoughts? Why can't I sleep on your bed? If you're not having dirty thoughts, then I can sleep on that bed. <laughs> I do like how blunt I is about things. He's like, what is the problem? I'm tired. I'm here. I'm going to sleep on the bed, not the floor. And, and Ak is just sitting there going, I'm panicking, I'm panicking, I'm panicking. The person I like and don't want to admit I like is beside me. I'm panicking, I'm panicking, I'm panicking. I'm like, but anyway, so they have that evening together. But in the middle of the night, I has a terrible nightmare about his uncle dying and him not being able to stop it. And Ak wakes up and grabs him and he says, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And he just spends the rest of the, the night just kind of patting him and calming him down. And he thinks he's asleep, but he's not. And there's supposedly like a kiss in the scene, but I don't really think it is. I think it was just all in Ak's mind because he tends to imagine things sometimes, but not express them. 
Anyway, kind of a Walter Mitty moment, if you will. The ice, it moves. That scene is what it reminds me of. I'm like, say you like them. Okay. But anyway, so Ak goes home to be with his parents and to get things ready for his friends to come visit, who are Kan, Thua, Wat. And Kan and Thua really like each other, but have a very hard time talking about it. Thua has been openly gay for a while, but not dating anyone. And people make fun of him at school. And Ken is kind of wants to imagine himself as the Don Juan of the girls' school across the road, but he doesn't date anyone from the girls' school. So I'm like, um, he, he imagined things too, kind of like Ak. But anyway, but he likes Thua and doesn't know what to do about liking Thua. And there's a scene where Ak is, or no, I is coming down the stairs and and Ken is like, take good care of Thua. Take good care of Thua. And and Ak and I is like, are you thinking that I'm with Thua because Thua's not the one that I like. And if you really feel this way about Thua, then maybe you should be talking to him and not me. <laughs> and he's like, uh, uh, uh. he's like, I, I don't, I don't have feelings for Thua. We were just sitting there at his desk talking, like you know, teenagers do when they're 18 and working on a project for school. So anyway, but can Thua what and I have come because I just happened to jump in the van with this other kid that wants to be a prefect. <laughs> he's a weird kid. I'm not quite sure what's what's going on with him. But anyway, he's a strange, strange person. But at the end of the day, Ak has come to, I has come to Ak's house with the boys and the boys are sleeping in the tent. But the early the next morning, I and Ak go out on the boat to an island and then they come back and I try to kiss Ak and Ak is totally petrified and goes, gets the boat back and goes to the beach and isn't talking to I at all. And I's like, Ak, what, what's going on? What's, what's the problem? And Ak is like, nothing's, nothing's going on. Nothing happened in the boat. Nothing is going on at all. And he marches back to the house. And, and I was like, you have a right to be happy. You have a right to be who you want to be. And if that's with me, you have a right to be with me. <laughs> and Ak is like, I can't. Everyone expects X, Y, and Z from me. You know, he's doing all this what ifs. I think Ak's superpower is overthinking, and I totally get that superpower, but it's kind of sad to watch in films sometimes. It's like, oh, darn it, overthinking. <laughs> but anyway, so Ak goes back to his house. I comes and knocks on the door because he's not going to leave Ak alone about this. And he asks Ak if he can borrow some underwear, and he's like, why don't you just go get some underwear from someone? I just said, no, I'm going to borrow underwear. And so he, um, Ak gives him a pair of underwear. And then he, I just throws on bed and gives Ak a hug when he's not expecting. He's like, I don't know what to do about this. And he's like, I really like you. I like being with you. 
like what we did this morning, it was fabulous. I like that your face is like a warm cup of coffee. I'm like, that's kind of a strange compliment, but okay, we all have reasons we like people. And he says, you know what? I'm going to give you a kiss. If you don't like it, just let me know. I'll stop kissing you. And so he he gives Ak a kiss. And Ak is totally petrified and freaked out. And he says, can you tell me how you feel about me, Ak? I told you how I feel about you. Can you tell me how you feel about me? And he's like, I I, I can't tell you how I feel about you. And he says, well, can you at least look me in the eyes? And he's like, I, I, I can't do that either. And, and I was like, this is this is difficult but he says you know what i can wait to hear what you say it's okay and he says if it's you i can wait forever because you're worth it and i'm like he is very patient but forever can be a very long time especially for people like that but anyway so they go back to the school and when they're back at school, Ak is avoiding I. He's just avoiding, avoiding, avoiding I because he doesn't know how to handle the situation. And it ends up that um, Ak comes over for dinner and um, he's trying to deal with kind of calming Ak down. And Ak decides to feed I was wasabi. <laughs> thank you and um Ak eats or I eats the wasabi but they kind of get back into a, a better ability to talk to one another also Ak falls ill and I goes to see him and puts his hoodie on him and puts a cool cloth on his head and says you're okay don't die on me Bigfoot he's like you haven't told me your answer yet don't die before you tell me your answer and you might be big but you're really sickly and then he just leaves and when Ak wakes up he's like oh I have eyes hoodies and he put a cloth on my head oh that's nice so anyway but at the end of the day Ak and I are trying to deal with Ak's difficulty in expressing his emotions and we're getting to the point now where I think it's in episode 10 that Thua decides to do some stuff, which I'm like, I don't, I don't quite understand. Thua, I mean, I don't mean it weird, but two wrongs do not make a right on this deal, in my opinion. But anyway, but it was interesting to see Lewis as kind of a protagonist in this. That was kind of cool. I mean, not, not the part that he's a protagonist. It was just interesting to see him in a different kind of role. And um, we did have the scene. I'm on, I think it's episode nine at the end of it. And I did, it's kind of like, in a way, the scene with Dan and Yock, although it's not quite up there on my list as far. I mean, no offense, that scene with Dan and Yock, when Yock puts his, his shoulder to Dan's eyes to get him to quit crying, that is top of the list. But the scene where I and Hack are in the swimming pool, I really like that scene because I and Hack are sitting there. Hack uh, has just dunked I's head in the water because I called him cute and he doesn't like being called cute. And he's like, now are you going to call me cute? And I is like, you're not going to intimidate me. You're still cute. You smile widely and you're cute. I'm like, He's right. When he first smiles, it's like you can see him at three and he is like super cute, even though he's an adult. I'm like, you're still kind of a cute little toddler. But anyway, 
so he's sitting there, he's like, oh, they called me cute. And I love how Frisch was able to put on that character because like, Hack is so reserved, but when he's sitting there with, with I, he's like, oh, I can't get him to stop calling me cute. That is so cute. Oh, I really like I. And then I grab his um, axe hand. He's like, I've got your hand. And he comes up close to you because it's important. And Axe like, we're, we're, we're in school. We, we can't do that in school. I'm like, you don't even do that when you're in your room. So let alone in school. And I is like, I have a solution. And he tucks him into the water. And I do like that scene because Hack is always the one who is so not going to um, be a part in this relationship. But when he's under the water, he's like, he is the first one to go um, kiss I. And then at the end of that episode, you have I and Ak coming back from the swimming pool. And I is like, you know, I'm wearing my hoodie and I haven't been hurt by the curse. And Ak is like, please quit bugging me about this. And and he looks at I like, and he's like, I, please, please be careful. And, and he looks at I like, you are so important to me. I don't want anything bad happening to you. And I can't protect you from everything. And, and I looks at him and he goes, that look, don't you look at anyone else that way because otherwise I will be jealous. And I was like, okay, okay. I won't look at anyone else that way. And he kind of smiles. And I love when, when, when first kind of smiles in this, like, he does this wide gap smile, which is totally endearing, but he also does this, like, I'm really happy, but I've had a hard time expressing it kind of smile. And that was just really fun at the end of this episode. Overall, I would give this series a probably a nine out of 10, even though I find even though I find it's a little weird with the protesting, and I do apologize. My video quality is a little bad because I'm still working on getting a decent and if there's some blips on this recording, it's because there's some issue with the Wi-Fi. But I would totally recommend this this series because I think it's interesting and I really like I and Ak and their relationship. I do not really like the protest thing because I think it's unrealistic and kind of silly in many ways. No offense at all. I'm not trying to be bad to the people that wrote the series. I just don't think it really makes a lot of sense, at least from a Western standpoint. But I still really think it was an excellent example of First and Cal and they're really good acting qualities. I also think that First and Cow are doing a new series here in 2023 called Just Friends, which I don't think will probably be my jam at all. It's kind of like Ken Poor.
Hi, this is Anna, and this is Check It at the Round Table, where we discuss movies, books, music, and stuff. Today, we are discussing how you can connect with us on social media, and also how you can support us. We are reachable at this lovely podcast on various platforms. We also have several YouTube channels: the Hand Network, Check It Round Table, and also the Asian Drama Club. I will drop the links in the description so you can check those out. You can also reach us online at our website. That's onacar.com. That's O-N-N-A-C-A-R-R.com. You can support us through either PayPal or Venmo. Our PayPal email address is roses r o s e s out of the snow o u t o f s n o w at gmail dot com, and you can support us also on Venmo. The the connection for that is at on a car, and that's uppercase O and uppercase C, and it's O N N A C A R R. The last four to verify are one one four three. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you soon. Bye.